What's going on, people? This is Lecrae. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Kel Mitchell. Picky one is that would be me. <laughs> Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Brian Hooks. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Dr. Dorinda Clark Cole. Yo, Yo, what up, what up your boy, Kev, on stage? Yo, what's, Yo, what's up, up, this is Doug E. e. Fresh. Fresh. What's up, everybody? This is Cardi Cortez. Well, hello there. I am J.K. Lane Clark. Good Number one Sometimes it's the song that really uplifts us and get us through some of the tough times. Blue Path J. Calhoun and Anointed Radio. Know your boy will steer you around. Go listen right now. Yep, yep, yep. Shut them out without no doubt. Because gossip is what it's all about. Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Jay, and we're going to start off in normal fashion. And normal fashion is this, with a scripture and with a prayer. And the scripture we're coming out of Deuteronomy 4 and 39, it says, Acknowledge and take heart this day that the Lord is God in heaven, above and on earth below. There is no other. Acknowledge God. He knows everything that's happening. He's controlling everything that's around you. Acknowledge him to know that. Stop taking things in your own hands. A lot of times we mess things up. A lot of times we we mess up the recipe while he's trying to make the perfect ingredients and the perfect things for you in your life. That's just for you. It's time to acknowledge God in your life. Acknowledge him in every way so that you don't put yourself in some stuff that you can't control. Amen. Amen. Dear Father God, we just thank you, God. 
We thank you, God, for another day. God, we ask you to be in the midst of this interview today, God. God, let you be able to show yourself. God, let us be able to reach the unreachable, teach the unteachable. Let us even get to the person with the hardest heart so they can say, what can I do to be saved? Bless everybody under the sound of my voice that's listening. Let them be able to truly see the evidence of you, God, in their household and in their lifestyle. God, let them get the breakthrough that they've been praying for. God, let them be able to, to truly see you for who you are, God. God, enlarge the territory of Anointed Radio. Let us be able to get to new airwaves, new broadcasts, new people, new audiences, new countries. God, let us be able to get to new platforms, God. God, we just thank you because if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't got this far. So, God, we thank you. We glorify you. We give you all the glory and all the praise. And we say that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 This is Pastor Jay. And like always, I got something to say. And I got to say this. You can follow me at Anointed Jaylon on all social media platforms. And if you wanted to get any of my music, you could check me out at Pastor Jaylon Calhoun on all digital streaming platforms. Get Jesus, you make me happy. My team reps, Jesus, renew my praise, wake up, bless, slip away, all of those. And you could check us out on Vivo with renew my praise and my team rep, Jesus. If you haven't, I want you to do it right now. Share, like, and subscribe. All my YouTube people, make sure you press that like button that gives you a notification every time we come on share it like it if you haven't download the anointed radio app 24-hour christian hip-hop gospel quartet all that in one app make sure you go download the anointed radio app and now i can say make sure you go download the anointed radio streaming app on roku we on roku y'all we on tv make sure you go check it out to see us on tv mama i made it just want to throw that out there. With that being said, I want to go ahead and bring on my co-host. We got the lovely Brittany Marley. We have Miss Boss Barbie and everybody's favorite auntie, Dr. Marvinetta Clay. It's been a long time. She never left us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> never, never, never. In a minute. Tell us where, where they can find you guys. And all that good stuff. What's up, everybody? Brittany Marley here. You can find me on Instagram at I am Brittany Marley and check me out every Tuesday on Testimony Tuesday with Brittany and Kelly at Testimony Tuesday with Brittany and Kelly. Blogspot.com. You're on mute. You're on mute, boss. You're on mute. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what's today? Monday? Because it feel like. <laughs> what's up, everybody? My name is Boss Barbie. And, you know, you can find me on Instagram at Barbie underscore underscore world on Twitter at Boss underscore underscore Barbie. And make sure you follow in my nonprofit organization on Instagram at check.rock. We have officially broke ground with the CCSD. So um, we are in talks with the superintendent and everything. So make sure you guys send your school's names of your kids, your cousins, your nieces, nephews. So that way, Check Rock is in there. Amen. Well, hey, hey, everybody. This is your favorite auntie, Dr. Marvinetta, the love child. Love child. Y'all know how it goes. You know, the love child of uh, Marvin Gaye and Etta James. Woohoo! Anyhow. <laughs> Um, you can find me on all the, um, well, you know, the uh, Instagram and Facebook. You can see find me on the Marvinetta Clay 
or Dr. Marvinetta Clay. Um, you can also go to my website, Dr. Marvinetta Clay Music. Dot com and on there you'll find my new newest single um it's not really new but the the radio edit is the new new part of it so you have an extended version of god is so good as well as the radio version that has got uh, this god is so good and when you hear the radio version it's just gonna put you somewhere in a worship moment i ain't gonna tell you no more you got to go by and listen to it yourself so um <laughs> um and yeah just follow me on on all those um um, you know, social outlets and everything. And uh, there'll be some more stuff coming on down the line. Of course, you still can go to my, my webs, other website for all of my creative goods. Uh, worship forever, worship the number four, ever the number one.com. And uh, if you're interested in anything, want to create something, want something new and exciting, you can hit the sister up and we can work it out for you. All right. God bless. All right. Amen. <laughs> hey, make sure. You guys follow each and one of every one of my co-hosts. They do great things outside of Anointed Radio. So make sure that you go follow them, follow their pages, check out all the great things that they are doing. With that being said, someone teased me for saying that a lot. For that, being yeah. Said. For that, I like somebody said. I know. Broken record. Amen. <laughs> so we're gonna bring up our our guest. Um, he is a talented uh, Christian hip hop artist from the South, Mister. Damien, y'all. Everybody welcome them onto the stage. Welcome, welcome. How's it going? Doing good. Where can they find you? Where's all your social media handles and and websites? Uh, You got everything basically under Damien Leathers Music, that being Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, That's where you'll find where I post everything just about. Most of the time it starts with TikTok and then moves to the other platforms. Um, that way, uh, everything's delivered to every one of my fans or like that. But, uh, my music is on all major streaming platforms under Damien Leathers. Okay, bet. All right. So make sure everybody go follow him on all of his platforms. It's TikTok, Instagram. You on Clubhouse? Nah. Uh, then he ain't in those Clubhouse streets. So just make sure you follow him on Instagram. Oh, man. You ain't missing nothing. <laughs> ain't nothing over there no more. So one thing um, I, I want us to do right now, if you haven't did all, everybody that's watching this, I would like you to share, like, and subscribe. Yeah, I didn't forget about that part. I'm going to say that one more time because it's interactive part. We want everybody to know about what he is doing and to be able to talk about his ministry. So make sure you share, like, subscribe, and be able to tag some people. And we see you, we see you, Birdie, in the comments. We see you, Q, in the comments. Shout out to you guys that's already in the comments and supporting. Um, now we're going to move over to Miss Brittany Marley. We're going to move in into a different, uh, different way and a different flow that, uh, this time and go into the game. And then we're going to go into the interview. So Miss Brittany Marley, go ahead and introduce the game we have today. All right. All right. Well, we're taking it back to this or that. We had a little Bible trivia. We had a little, have you ever today? We're bringing this and that back, this or that back. But since Thanksgiving is next week, it's Thanksgiving edition okay so i hope you guys had a good meal because this is all about food all right are we ready three man come on <laughs> so it's thanksgiving it's thanksgiving okay so here we go turkey or ham ham yeah i would say turkey yeah i'm gonna go with turkey okay 
All right. Okay. Now, dressing or stuffing? Dressing. Dressing. <laughs> dressing. <laughs> Neither. What? Neither. He ain't filled with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> that's it. That's it right there. Oh. All right. Here we go. Macaroni and cheese or potato salad? Macaroni and cheese. Mac and cheese. Mac, mac and cheese. There we go. Fried turkey or baked turkey? Fried? Neither. Baked. I know. I don't like turkey, but if I had to okay. eat it, right. <laughs> All right, for the Saints, this isn't real rum that we're using, but rum cake or pineapple cake? Rum cake. <laughs> neither. I neither. Yeah, I ain't neither. I don't need cake. Okay. You're not filled cake. with the Holy Spirit. Go by that like you ain't said what you just said. Uh, <laughs> we turn my teeth, so I'm very like limited on what I eat. Okay. Got you, got you, got you. All right, what are you wearing to Thanksgiving? Are we in sweats or jeans? Sweats. Jeans. If you in jeans, you got to unbutton them. You are <laughs> Got to have room to breathe. I will be in sweats. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> All right, are you watching football or are you watching the parade? Football. 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 There, we go. there we go. Um. Okay. Yams with marshmallows or without? You better answer right. With marshmallows. Without. Without. You, did you say, what'd you say, Pastor Jim? With marshmallows. That's the best part. You get them toasted right at the top. Y'all missing out. We're going to move on from that. Without. Without. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Apple pie or peach cobbler? Peach cobbler. Peach cobbler. Peach cobbler. Okay. Um, let's see. Collard greens or cabbage? Collard greens. Collard greens. Okay. Cabbage? Neither. <laughs> All right, just a few more. Baked chicken or fried chicken? Fried chicken. Fried chicken. There we go. Uh, sweet tea or lemonade? Sweet tea. Lemonade. I'm, I'm in the sweet. middle about that one. You going to be what? I'm in the middle about that one. Oh, you okay. want a Palmer or something? Mm-hmm. It depends on which make which one. You know what I mean? Like okay. some sweet tea ain't good and some lemonade ain't good. So true that. So much of tart. And the million dollar question. Okay. The question of the year. Y'all answer it right now. Sweet potato pie or pumpkin? Sweet potato. Sweet potato pie. Y'all better come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I like Pastor Jay, yeah, Pastor Jay said he was. I like. I like. <laughs> yeah, I like he mixes his together, right? Oh, yeah, I'll do half and half. Bad combination. We got to take your card. Okay. What, you, what card did you take it? <laughs> we got to take your card. Meal this year. Right. <laughs> I got. I got. I got. I got the the. What is it? The bonus round. How many of y'all are actually going to cook for Thanksgiving? My that wife did. That's my rib, so that's me. <laughs> she said that's me. <laughs> oh, and that is this or that Thanksgiving edition. Hey. Hey, that's dope. I lost my card because I like pumpkin pie and, and marshmallows and your yams. Like I Y'all missing out on life. Y'all. It's okay. We know we we know, you know, you, you you just from another number. You know, it's okay. Did you say another? 
<laughs> you know what? I'm going to leave that alone. Hey, man. So we're going to go ahead and go into the interview. Um, and and the first question, I'm going to just start it off. So everybody that, that don't know you, they can kind of get to know you. And then we're going to go into your music. So, Damien, where is your hometown and where do you reside now? I'm from Fulton, Mississippi, and I live here now. I have bounced around a lot. Uh, a lot of my childhood I spent in uh, Columbus, Georgia. Mm-hmm. But for the most part of my life, it's been Fulton, Mississippi, or Northeast Mississippi, I should say, because it's been like a little bit of everywhere. But we in small towns, so like everything's connected. Okay, so what got you into rapping what was your first inspiration for rapping i must say uh i got saved when i was 13 and the first time i ever did anything and it was funny uh barbie world said something about lecrae earlier that uh i went to winter jam for the first time and heard lecrae and i said i'm gonna be on winter jam one day i'd always love rapping that's what me and my older brother did we would freestyle and stuff like that when he passed away when i was 13 and that's when we started going to church and I got saved and I said I was going to be on Winter Jam one day. And I'm still sticking to that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be on the Winter Jam tour one, one year. Amen. So was there any correlation between your brother passing and you getting saved or was it something you were already on the path to doing before? It's definitely like uh, my mom had been to church before and I had been to Baptist churches, but it was kind of like to just uh, play basketball and stuff. You know what I mean? Because I was a mm-hmm. kid. Um, it wasn't until my brother passed that it uh it was an eye opener, and my mom was like, she took us to church, and uh even when she stepped back out of church, and then ste- and before she stepped back in, like me and my sister continued to go, so that was definitely like the founding moments of me actually having a real experience with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like you finding that relationship with God, and you know? your brother passing you wanted to find a way to connect with him which is why you continue to rap as well along with why you was forming a relationship it was more or less like um i knew why god took him you know what i mean even at a a young age like he was my dad too so like he was the man of the house Mm -hmm. um and he was only 17 um so we didn't really have like the tightest bond um even though like that was the most devastating thing that's ever happened in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, rapping definitely reminds me of him sometimes and gives me that, like what people say, that warm feeling. Yeah. So with rapping, what was some of the things that you did to better your craft? Um, Like I said, I started in 2016. I was only 16 years old. Um, I was rapping on other people's stuff. Sometimes we was using headphones and a and a phone. Sometimes uh, I invested in myself for sure. I started really diving into the Word of God, so that helped me with my craft a lot. Um, knowing the Word for sure. Um, but this year would be my like turning point where I invested in myself. I spent forty five hundred dollars on a studio, um, mm-hmm. and then in August I was. Um, I applied or July, I applied for LA film school and I started learning music production. I've been in school since August. Nice. That's good. So I got to ask, 
because the most million dollar question that a lot of artists want to do is like, how can I better myself? And I think you said a key word about investment. How much have you seen in your development since you started investing into your education and into your equipment? How much have you seen from the product of you before and then now? Uh, I'm going to say it like this. I never listen to my old music because it sounds that bad. Mm. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's got God all over. I'm not going to lie because when we was making the music, because I was in a group then. Uh, so when we was making the music, you could definitely feel like our hearts and stuff in it. Mm. And sometimes my mama listened to it. But when I listen to it in the car, it hurts my ears because I'm like, and I'm still not there by all means. People, I send my stuff in the uh, music reviews all the time they're like man it could have had a better production i'm like i understand that but i'm not past learning and uh one day i'm gonna be one of the best engineers slash artists there is mm-hmm. uh, i don't try to mean awesome. that profitable but uh when god laid on my heart that um if you're gonna do it for him you need to do it 100 percent for him and to the best ability that you can do it to mm-hmm. so so would you say that with, um, cause I, I call this all learning curves. Um, and, and sounds to me that, um, as you say, when you listen to your, your old music, it, it hurts your ears. So in the midst of that, do you take what you've done in the past and try to, um, make things a whole lot better than what you were doing as far as maturity? Oh, definitely. Um, I say it more like this, like I still take some of the old, plugins and use them in the new plugins to make the mix sound the way that it is but it was more like a trial and error thing for sure like try this oh that that one right try this oh that sounds good but having the um a lot of people are not not gifted as engineers and i would say that i was not when i first started but i knew that it was way cheaper to do it on my own than go to a studio and pay for (laughs) Mm-hmm. Uh, studio session right. every time that I wanted to do a track because when the Holy Spirit downloaded in me, I go put it on the mic. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. in my living room, so I got the ability to go do that. In other mm-hmm. words, uh, sometimes when you get a song, you get it in your head, you write it down. If you recorded it right there in that moment, you would have had the sound that you wanted. But if you have to wait till you can get a studio session, you'd be like, I don't even like this song no more. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not your first love that you had about this song. Yeah, I get that. Do you remember um, remember the very first song that you wrote, or and what it was about? Yeah, I had a song called "Walk the Streets of Gold." Oh, uh, we recorded that on the actual MacBook, like the built-in microphone in the MacBook. Mm-hmm. It actually oh, wow. that's actually one of the best quality songs back <laughs> then that I have. Uh, <laughs> since then, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Oh man, and that was recorded with your group. Uh, yeah, it was me and the guy who started my group. Um, the we didn't even have a name for the group. We just wanted to do music. All right. Mm-hmm. So, what's the first one you did on your own solo? Um, I did a solo track while I was in the group. You want mm-hmm. that one or the one that I did when I finally got out of the group? Both. Let's just go with both. Uh, I did a song called "Right Now." Mm-hmm. Um, the song was inspired by. Uh, one of the worst times in my life. Mm. Um, the hook plainly went, I really need you right now. I got to go through this somehow. And I knew it was only by God that I was going to be able to get through it. Mm. Um, that was my first single I ever did ever because I was like, 
being in a group, it was so easy to come up with a hook or a verse or just one verse. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, when I had to break down and start writing two, two and a half, three, four minute songs by myself, it took a mm-hmm. lot more preparation and time put into and effort put into the song. Mm-hmm. My first song I ever did by myself, I dropped it. Um, it's called Holy Ghost Ladder. It's on all uh all of my um digital platforms. Um I say um a lot, so y'all y'all don't y'all <laughs> I do too, so that's what I'm not even that that song was inspired by I do this a lot. Um if you're behind if you have a shepherd, there should be never be a time where you're not writing something down or downloading something from your shepherd. If you don't feel like your shepherd's a mouthpiece from the Lord, you're probably under the wrong shepherd. Mm-hmm. But uh, he had, he had uh, said a message about the ladder, the ladder of, I call it the Holy ghost ladder, but it was the ladder where the angels were ascending up and down from heaven. And that's like your one-on-one connection with God. Mm-hmm. And that's where that song came from. Hey. So, oh, go so ahead, Pastor. I, I, I want I definitely want to go back to one thing that you said about sending your music for review. Um, I, I remember in the COVID days, there were a lot of music reviews, a lot of people. That's where that clubhouse platform really strived because a lot of people with music and producers and Dark Child and all of them were on there and they were doing music reviews. Even MC Nice did a few. And a lot of them would tell them, hey, this is the feedback. Go back and do this, and your track should be at at par. I so, with with that being said, have you ever took any of the feedback from the review and went back to your music now that you have the studio at home, and then tried to tweak it to the feedback that you've given? Yeah, for sure. We sent a track in one time when we was in a group. And dude didn't even listen to the fir- like the first thirty seconds of the song, and he was like, "Yeah, this ain't it." Um, yeah. Of course, he wasn't a Christian uh, thing. We was just trying to get exposure at that time. We, I definitely listened. I took stuff in. There was some of them I could tell that they was like I would listen. I'm like, man, that song trash, and they would be like, man, that's the fire song I ever heard. And I could tell that they was just rocking with the people that were their people. Mm-hmm. So. I actually do a music review every Saturday now on my own. Um, And as long as this is my thing, I always, as long as I can hear the gospel on the track, I'll give them automatic 10, but then I'll give my feedback because I learned this in my moments. If you say you're writing one through 10 and you say a three, that artist automatically turned his ears off to you. You never Mm -hmm. encouraged him as an artist to strive to be better. So he automatically, he didn't even take what you said into yeah. consideration he just oh that dude don't know what he's talking about but yeah. if you're like man that's a dope track but i would say this you could bring your vocals out more or you could have tweaked your mix to make it sound like this they listen to that stuff because i'm like man that's a dope track i'm not just negative 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 you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah. and a lot of times people don't know how to give proper feedback because mm-hmm. if you go to school they teach you proper feedback is to give a positive and then you give an improvement yeah and that's how it's supposed to go a lot of times you get feedback people are like man i'm not even that's not even cool and like 
and this is wrong, this wrong, this wrong, this wrong. So you never said, hey, this was the good part that I liked about it. Mm -hmm. And then, like what you said, bring the vocals up or put the track a little behind. The track is over, you know, overbearing the vocals. So I couldn't hear what you were saying. And it gives somebody encouragement to be like, okay, I know where to go. Because a lot of times people just be like, and I've seen these reviews and they're, they're, they're atrocious where they'd be like, man, it's trash. And they just turn it off. They don't mm -hmm. give you no feedback. They don't give you no improvements. They, they, they'll really hurt somebody's whole spirit by yeah. how they are talking about someone's craft. That is, you know, hours and time and money that people are trying to do. And they're just trying to get improvements, especially if you look up to this person um, in the industry for what they've, what they did. I think I had a time where I had to learn, about tough skin with one of my songs mm -hmm. that I first came out and it was uh I'll say his name Fred Jerkins um he, <laughs> and what happened was he was like man that sound like commission could have did that hey bro you need to modernize that and I was like alright and I just got off the clubhouse my feelings was hurt though but I had to pray about it and be like am I letting pride um mm -hmm. stop me from the improvement or am I actually you know, not hearing what he's truly trying to say. It is a lot of stuff where I'm, and I could tell artists right now, anybody listening, if you get feedback, take the meat, spit out the bones. Yep. That's the best advice I could give you. You know where you can improve in, you know what you can, you know, really upgrade your, your game and, and what you're doing. So don't take a lot of stuff personal because the industry is not your friend and nobody in the industry is going to just be like, unless they fool with you and it's usually fake because a lot of people that fool with you, they're going to be, oh yeah, that's great. But they're not going to give you your honest opinion. If you want your honest opinion and want to really grow, learn how to be able to take it with stride. And mm -hmm. that's the best, that's the best way I could say it. So then, so boss Barbara, what you got to say? Uh, well, it's actually two things because the now the review thing got me thinking, you know, how earlier I was telling you, like, you know, I've been listening to gospel hip hop and, you know, I'm my ear is hearing the message um, like you you talking about, you know, and how do you get uh, not just reviewers, but you know, fans and other people who haven't really listened to gospel hip hop to turn their ear on to like hear the message and not just write it off because it's gospel. That's a hard question. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of times, a lot of us will say, uh, we just people don't support us. Hmm. Um, Really, a lot of times it's because we don't market ourselves, though, as an artist. Uh, I'm very guilty of that. Uh, they don't support me. They know I'm a rapper. They know I do Christian rap, but they don't support me. I don't know how to answer that question. Um, To be real, I sometimes I just put it in people's ear, though. Uh, I'm a barber, so when they sit in my chair, I got free reign. It's not like they're going to get up mid-haircut. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Check the airline. No, ain't nobody getting up. No. <laughs> no, but like, I mean, I think it's just kind of something that you got to be ready for. Um, mm. I feel like people have to be in a certain place in life where they're 
accepting to hearing the word, whether it's in hip hop or, you know, regular singing and choir or, you know, in church or even just on our podcast, you know, they just have to be ready to accept the message that God is trying to give them. So, and when they ready, like, then they'll, they'll end up just like me. They hear every message after Mm -hmm. that, and you know, hear the messages that's been trying to get through for so long, you know? So I think that's something that plays into it too. I uh, actually got a few people that I've inspired through like doing country rap, um, anything to try to just involve everybody. You get what I'm saying? Not mm-hmm. just a certain generation or just the youth, even though that's kind of why I'm in it because I don't want people to have to grow up like I did. I want people mm-hmm. to be inspired by not Little Wayne or a uh, little baby or the baby or Kevin Gates because these people are depressed, people who have sold their soul to the devil. And I mean, Satan know what he's doing. I mean, he was the highest ranking angel in heaven, so he's the highest ranking dark angel on earth and he knows that music manipulation is the way to get to people and uh that's why we have more shootings now that's why we have more people killing themselves because of these things and so if you can deliver a message with the same hype or the same flow as these other artists you don't have to experience that stuff because mm-hmm. i remember in the, the song venom by eminem he was like if i was the uh, if I was the guy your mom was losing her marbles to, then I'm responsible for you retarded fools. He's like telling you that he's responsible for all of the hell that you've been through in your life just by your mom listening to her music, to his yeah. music. Yeah, yeah. I, the And that kind of go with part two of my question was like the feeling that you get when you're making music. Like you say, you, you get a feeling and you just go straight to the to the, to, the, to the studio and get the work you know like what is that feeling like what what is it what it describe that for us i think all artists know the feeling is uh we call it studio vibe mm-hmm. or that 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 adrenaline rush um that would definitely be it for me like when my heart start racing and i can really feel the blood pumping and i'm just saying lyrics on a microphone and i feel like i'm like in the largest football game in the world yeah that that'll be my feeling that I get. Like everything else is canceled right now until I get this song done. Mm-hmm. Right. So does that feeling transfer to performance, especially if you like you say you're talking about gospel hip hop, everybody's not always acceptable or receptive to that. So have you had experiences where, you know, the saints just looking at you like, what is this? And if you have, how does that did it affect your performance at all? Or how did you move through that at all? One thing I learned from Mr. Church is no matter how the sound sounds or how the audience is interacting or anything, you got to own that stage. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what's going on, you got to own that stage. So my outlook has been now there's times I've been disappointed in my younger days. Um, There's been times I've been disappointed in my more mature days. But the main thing for me is if I give it 100 percent. God said you do it under me as if you do it under or you do it under the least of these is as if you did it to me. And that's how I that's how I look. Uh it's hard to press through when people ain't really receiving you. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that'd be the best performances too. Cause you just lock in one on one with God. You're not really worried about how the crowd interacting. 
So I have, I have a question. Um, how important is it for a Christian artist to be in church? <laughs> to me, it's very important um, because this, this is somewhat opinionated and somewhat like I'm going to give you the scripture first and then I'm going to say my opinion on the second half of it. Uh, the scripture says, don't forsake the gathering of the, pe- the saints, the gathering of the people. Um, the scripture also says when two or more are gathered together in his name, he will be on their behalf. Um, I'm a very firm believer and you have to have a shepherd um, and you have to have somewhere to pay tithes to because that's your first fruits. That's your most vulnerable fruits. That's where God can bless you the most. Not everybody believes that, but I'm not, I'm giving my what I believe, like I believe that 100%. And I've mm-hmm. seen it. I've seen where I've given my last or I've given my first two and God's blessed me tremendously. I've also seen where I've given and I've got nothing right now. That doesn't mean I won't reap what I've sown in later. But So I, I, I ask that because a lot of times, a lot of Christian artists, gospel, quartet, Christian hip hop, once they get to a certain status, they stop going to church. They go to churches to perform, mm-hmm. but they, but the, the ministry is no longer there. So to you, how, how important is it to minister or do you feel like it's more to perform when you're out and you're, you're witnessing with your, your, your music? To me, I'm always looking to minister. I want to see my, I guess you would say my mission statement is I want to reach my arms out as far as I can and save as many people as I can. Because in all reality, when we stand before God, he's not going to say, oh, you perform great at this church and you perform great at this church. He's going to be like, whose life did you impact? Uh, To go back to what you were saying, though, um, I disagree with the people who don't go to church because I look at our Christian life as a cup. If you steadily pouring out, pouring out, pouring out, and ain't nobody pouring in, what do you got? What do you got nothing. to give? You're not impacting mm-hmm. nobody in that sense. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a good analogy. I like that. I think um, that was well said, and a lot of people need to, especially um, um, artists. Well, let's say Christians. Period. Let's just say it like that, because mm-hmm. it ain't just the artists. It's, it's everyone. It's everyone that calls themselves somewhat or claim to be a Christian. And since COVID, a lot of folks just forgets about uh, assembling themselves because they figure they can assemble themselves at their bedside, you know, watch it on Facebook, you know, that kind of stuff. And you got a lot of great singers that it has not even returned back to the church, you know, has not even returned back to the first love that they really, you know, mm-hmm. that they love, that they say they love to do. And um, to me, that's a great point. I feel that um, everybody has to have some type of covering. You know, um, you have to have some type of covering. Um, you have to have someone that's praying for you. I mean, for, for traveling, for mercy and grace, you know, although we know that's the Bible says follows us all the days of our lives, but we need to have someone that's going to really pray sincerely um, yeah, over our lives. Yes, exactly. Um, because you'll be faced with so many th- different things, so many different spirits, so many different people, so many different personalities. And like you said, when you get up to minister, you're not, you're not up there to 
um, to play around or to, to, to tickle any, as I like to say, tickle anybody fancy. That's You're right. not up there to do any of that. But you are up there to make a statement and a bold statement. And that's to pull them into the kingdom of God, to introduce them to someone that they may not never known before, you know. And um, and I just believe that what you just said is so, so prevalent, so important that um, a lot of ministers, singers, everybody just want to travel, 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 make money, make money, make money. But they forget in that very foundation that is really needed. Mm-hmm. So thanks for saying that. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's the most important part is that um, I've seen... And I, I'll never, I will never forget this moment. And it really made me sit and think about when I go out, um, how to govern myself. Tiffany Andrews, man, I got to bring her on the show to talk about this situation. But Tiffany Andrews was uh, scheduled to sing, paid to sing, all that good stuff, right? And she literally saw another singer um, that was there dealing with some stuff. And it was Leandra. Leandra was dealing with some things. And Tiffany Andrews said, y'all know I could sing. She said, I'll sing a little bit. But right now it's ministry. You see Mm -hmm. her. Y'all want her to sing. But y'all don't see that she's hurting. Y'all don't Mm -hmm. see that she's going through something. I know y'all want to show. But I need, for me as a minister, need to stop and minister to my sister that's sitting here on this floor while y'all want me to come and sing and tear the house down. And I think that's one thing that showed true honor in God because it's God first. Then God first when it comes yeah. down to it. Because a lot of times people will be like, well, it's the program. We've got to stick to the program. we got to stick mm-hmm. to the program. we got we got to do this and we got to do that. But then you see all these people and – I always pray every time I go to church that God, let me be able to say the words, be able to, to show love to the person that's in here so that when they walk out, they don't walk out the same because there's a lot of people coming to church and because of the, of the schedule, because of the the agenda, whatever's happening, or because you're so distracted with your own life, you can't see this person hurting, you can't see this person's pain, and they walk right back out of church even worse. And I think that's something when it comes down to us going out, ministering, preaching, singing, rapping, whatever you're doing, um, you got to remember if it's just one. God told me that a long time ago if it's just one. Reach out to that one because you don't know how much of an impact or whose life you could have been saving if you just reach out to that one. Because a lot of times we chase these trophies, these these ghost statues and and plaques and, 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 and billboards when as a Christian, we know that there is a business side to it. Yes. Yeah. But you have to understand that ministry comes first. And there's a lot of artists that's lost sight of that due to their own personal hurts, personal agendas, and personal insecurities. So let's talk about your new project. Let's change, let's change, change it up. One more thing. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Give a word of wisdom. My pastor gave me the best words of wisdom I ever received in my life. He said, Man, you can preach the house down, you can say all these words, but if you can't work an altar, you ain't nothing. (laughs) That's wisdom. Wow. That's wisdom. Wow. Yeah, because that but you don't even see that no more nowadays. I'm sitting here thinking about that. That's rare now. Mm-hmm. You got these preachers that are who behind gates and the latches, and mm-hmm. they don't even lay their hands on people. Why? Do, why would Jesus say lay your hands on the sick so they would be healed? 
lay your hands on these people who are possessed so they can be free. But you behind a, a pulpit and you can't even touch the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because fear has set into them. That's all. So much fear. They, they, they're they afraid to touch because they're, they're afraid of, you know, as they call it, being sick. But, I mean, sickness has been around for so long, so what changed now? We can't Over? call Jesus Jehovah if we don't believe that he's Jireh, our exactly. provider. Exactly. Our healer. You know what I mean? You can't call, yes. you can't even say that you're a, a believer of Jesus Christ if you don't believe all the yeah. things that, that refer to him are true. You can't just yeah. have one and not have the other. Facts. You got to have it all. So true. Exactly. I'm not sure even that it's um, fear with all of them. I remember I went to a church um, in college and I remember I left because it just wasn't feeling right. But then I heard, no, I actually saw, I think I tuned in one time on Facebook just to see if everything was cool, everything was going all right. But he had turned it into like a shrine, like an idol, wow. like of himself, like at, behind wow. the pulpit was a large picture of him and his wife. So I think, yes, it can be fear sometimes, but then it's just like you think you're thinking too highly of yourself. Like it's not even about God at this point. And I remember when I was there, he went off on the congregation. Now, yes, his birthday celebration could have been a little bit better. You get what I'm saying? But it's not about him. Right. But they celebrate, they celebrate the pastor. <laughs> they celebrated the pastor. You know what I'm saying? It was a little birthday celebration. They appreciate the pastor, whatever. When I say, not even that night at the celebration. When I say he waited till Sunday to get up there at that pulpit and let, I mean lit the congregation up. I was like, all right. Wow. This is this ain't you know. So oh, fear yes, order. it's all about <laughs> you. It's all about them. It's all about the money they pulling in. It's all about them feelings, whatever about themselves, about this word, this turn out. That's why I don't know. Are you trying to get the congregation when you like trying to boost the congregation up and get them, or are you trying to like feed yourself? You know spiritual, what I mean? Spiritual manipulation. Uh, what mm-hmm. I exactly. And a lot of times people ignore the red flags that God show you. And and they they're like, well, you know, it's church. Well, <laughs> that that doesn't mean anything. You know, it's one thing that Damien said that was deep, that people missed it probably in the beginning. If you under a shepherd that you're not getting no downloads from, that you don't feel like he's the mouthpiece of God, then you're under the wrong shepherd. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people under the wrong shepherd that have outgrown. It was a season and they are scared to go to the next level to a new ministry or start their own ministry. Because a lot of times, let's be real. God has told you to start a ministry, but you're scared to do it. And you feel like it's easier to be able to uh, sit down under somebody than to walk on faith and follow what God has said about your own ministry. It's kind of like what he was saying about a group. I remember when I was a youth pastor, it was easy preaching every second Sunday. When God said, go out to Las Vegas where nobody know you and preach every Sunday, do Bible study, prayer call. That was like, whoa. That was a, 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 that's a total a total jump from that. Mm-hmm. So, it, but when you follow God, and I'm, I want to encourage somebody because obviously I'm going down this path for a reason. When you follow God, God will provide. Obedience God will open doors. Sacrifice, because He yes. He is the provider. Like like He just said, you can't believe just one thing about God and not believe the others. But going back to New Wave. Amen. Praise God. God. So with New Wave, your new project, tell us what inspired your new project, New Wave. 
Uh, I actually kind of tell my testimony in the front of the song. Um, I was in a valley. That's what I want to say. Um, and I went to this church. I really didn't want to go. And one of my good friends come to me. He was like, I want to give this to you the same way God gave it to me. He said, you're about to enter into a new wave. I'm like, okay. Now looking back, like all of this is dope. But then I was like, you know what I mean? Trying to find my way because I was in like a place where things just wasn't going right. And uh, so my first two lines of the song is, there's a new wave that I'm going into, death to the devil because I ain't through. And basically them two lines came from just the, he told me that and the song that was playing when he told me it was called death to the devil or something like that. Um, anyway, to make a long story short, I get, I just have them two lines wrote down for several weeks. I get behind the beat. I start writing the song to just to come to find out that God was prophesying through the music, not just to other people that I believe that it's going to speak to, but to me to figure out what was going to happen. Um, Every word of that song came straight from God. And I know that for a fact, because one day I was in the shower two months after I made the song and God told me, he said, go read Jude tonight. And I was like, okay, I'll, God, I will. I went and read Jude and I kid you not, it was word for word. Every I've never read Jude a day in my life to that day. Word for word, everything in that song comes out of the uh, book of Jude, where I say, wow. hold up while I stomp these snakes. Um but one thing, I, the hardest thing that I had to do was, you know, sometimes or every time when God gives you a message, it's for you first. Mm-hmm. And, Most definitely. and he had given me the song. He had given me the words in my second verse um, that these people, these snakes in your life, they're going to be the closest people to you. So open your spiritual eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm. And God had revealed to me, and I'm going to refer to him exactly how God gave him to me, Sam Ballot. So I don't know if y'all know what Sam Ballot is. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam Ballot is um, when Jeremiah was building the wall, mm-hmm. he was the king who came and tried to give him all the false lies about everything that was going on. Um, he revealed all these Sam Ballots in my life and told me to cut them off. And they were the closest people to me. Hmm. So how was that for you? How did that feel? Very difficult. Um, that's not a feeling, but mm-hmm. that's the only way I can describe it. Because mm-hmm. like to love past knowledge, even though I knew this about them, even though I know they was praying on my downfall or envying what God had given me or anything like that, to love past knowledge and still show them that I love them and not let them see the distance between us even though there was some that I had created because mm-hmm. God told me to. Yeah, that's tough. Man. For real. That's New wave. Because <laughs> it, it's, it's interesting you said that because it's, it's obviously a season where you're going to have to start cutting people off. I actually did a prayer just recently and it spoke on that saying, God, Please bring people that's going to be praying for me. Please bring people that's going to be uplifting me. God, please heal my heart from the people that have should have been there for me, 
but wasn't. The people yeah. that was trying to tear me down that was closer to me and I grew up with them. God, just be with me in the midst and be able to love these people that are going to come and fill their shoes that I don't have a relationship like that, but they are here for my betterment. Mm -hmm. That is something that I feel like a lot of people are going through in this in this season. And what you said about spiritual eye is very important because a lot of people, they cover their eyes when it comes to, let's be real, family, friends, people that you got relationship with. But the thing that you always see as a Christian is that a lot of times people want the dead you. They don't want the mm -hmm. new you. They want God, the new God. people that, I guess you could say the person that you was to them before you started to get closer with God. Mm -hmm. God had revealed something to me today that talk, uh actually it was tonight um and this has to do for people you look up to too and it's plainly this you don't have to be possessed by a spirit to entertain that spirit whether that mm -hmm. spirit be a Jezebel spirit um any type of spirit you do not have to be possessed by that spirit to entertain that spirit um like god said the, or the bible says your your words are sharp um they're sharper than a two-edged sword you know just saying Say Brittany says, um, man, God give me this promotion. And you go, man, I wish I had that promotion. You just envied her and you didn't even know it. But that the devil can use that as, to his advantage mm -hmm. to not only tear you down for saying it, but to tear her down. Mm -hmm. mm. There y'all go, speaking the word again all the time. I know it's the uh -huh. same word that's been coming across my uh <laughs> come across my ears here lately. Not even kidding. And for two mornings in a row, I don't know. I told my mom, I said, I don't know who it is, but as soon as I open my eyes, all I hear is the lyrics, smile in your face. All the time I want to take your place back down. And I was like, what is and I've been like, Lord, the first time I'm like, I'm not scared to ask you because I don't know if I want to know who it is. Mm -hmm. But you know, I have no answers right now. But um, that's just very weird to me. Well, not mm -hmm. weird, but like we're talking about it now, and that's just yeah, yeah. moving on. And, and my birthday in two days, so the new wave is is definitely coming through. <laughs> The new year, the new everything. I keep trying to tell y'all, y'all better learn how to surf because if not, it's over. It yeah, is my over. daughter's fourth birthday is on Saturday, so hey. that's when I'm dropping it on her birthday. Thursday. Congratulations. Yeah. That's her favorite song. She know every word to that song. She's four. <laughs> she ain't even four yet. Amen. Wow. Amen. She on that new wave for sure. <laughs> you know, and I, I think it's... I think when we get over the part of feeling the loss, you are able to overcome that, that pit feeling. Cause I know mm -hmm. personally for me, it's a pit feeling where you have that pit feeling like, wow, like shoulda, coulda, woulda, why couldn't it be this way? Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know how y'all talk to God, but I'll be talking to God pleading like, man, can I keep wanting? And he's like, there's going to be a place I'm going to take you where they can't come. Yeah. Yes. And then, and the hardest thing is crazy to me. I don't know why we're talking about this today. Thank you, Damien, for bringing that up. Yeah. You know, stuff that we, I've been talking to God in my in my prayer time. And obviously, somebody needed to be freed by this tonight. Mm -hmm. But one thing I can say is that God will be able to bring a support system that you never would have expected. Yeah. The hardest thing is when I be talking to God and asking him questions like that, like, why did it happen, God? 
He be wanting to hit me with answers like count it out, joy. I'm like, man, that's not what I wanted to hear. <laughs> man. It's not what I wanted to hear, dog. Exactly. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> keep it moving. Keep it oh. moving. Count it all joy. Count it all joy. Keep it pushing. The thing about it is, though, is, you know, if we're ridiculed and we're talked about, we're made fun of, we're just like Jesus. Count it all joy. But that's not the feeling we get when it's happening. Yeah. I mean, Mm -mm. to be honest, as a Christian, man, that stuff hurts. Facts. Yeah, because you're a human. It's a human being. (laughs) Title. (laughs) Yeah. And, and it's a also of- a place that doesn't feel good, you know. It takes you out of your comfort zone. That's what it really does. It takes you out of your comfort zone of, you know, thinking that these people will be with you forever. Folks will always be around you. And uh, um, you just have to learn from time to time, God is going to separate. He got, you know, like they say, the wheat and tear, they kind of grow together, but God does the separation. Mm-hmm. So, you it's know. It's a remolding process. That, yeah. He, has, big he time. has the water back to the clay to remold you into something different. That's it. Mm-hmm. Man, my God. Well, amen. That that was deep. Where can so where's your next project? So last question. Where's your uh your next project gonna be released? When is your next performance? What's some upcoming things that you could tell the people where they could be able to see your project, new wave, be performed, come out, they could download it, all that good stuff. Well, they can already see me performing on my TikTok uh, or Facebook or Instagram. TikTok is easier to find. It's on my it's my pin uh, video right now. Um, I actually got to perform it in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, after Vegas in October, and we turned slap up. <laughs> and um, so that song will be out. Like I said, well, Friday night. That's most people's Friday night, but it's really Saturday morning at 12. Um, it'll be out on everything. You can actually pre-save it on um Spotify. I don't know why I can't get these words out today. Uh I'm supposed to be performing in my home well, not my hometown, but Oklahoma, which is like an hour from me. Um, but it's still in Mississippi. I'm supposed to be performing this Saturday for like an addiction thing. Um, people who are getting free from addiction and stuff, which Coming from that lifestyle, I had to break that generational curse off my life. Um, my mama's seven years free. Um, that stuff like oh, really hits home with me. So, um, December third, me and Mr. Church will actually be going to Chi-Town and Milwaukee. Uh, we'll be in Chicago up there doing a finally free yes. um, concert on December third. December fourth, we'll be with Dr. Tony Whitley in studio on his right on the movement underground 9.0 um for right now that's all the things i got lined up except for march i'm starting a uh i'm starting a revival tour i don't know where that's gonna go i'm gonna start in my home church in march and i believe that the lord because he laid it on my heart i know it ain't gonna return void mm-hmm. Amen. Awesome. shout out mama congratulations mama that's a yeah. big that's a blessing so I want to first of all say thank you for coming with us, telling your story, really ministering with us tonight. Um, like I tell everybody, once you get on Anointed Radio, we are a support system here. We believe that unity brings change. Oh, for so sure. you 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 can't folk now. 
So when you have new music and and all that good stuff, send it to send it to us. We'll promote it on our platforms. We'll put it on to you know. Now we got Roku, but we on iHeartRadio. We're on all the different platforms and okay. our social media platforms. And we just next time you're in Vegas, because last time we was in Vegas and you were here. I rapped about tacos, y'all. Yeah, y'all didn't. Yeah, hey, I was gonna mention the song. But I ain't know that's gonna be the newest hit single. I'm actually gonna be on the verse. He got exactly. the chorus. I'm gonna be on the verse. All right. Because it was tacos, man. It went crazy. You should have saw it. It was dope. Was so you had, you had to been there. You had to been there. It was anyway. So, um, I wanted to just say we definitely gonna be praying for nothing but success and all the great things that you're doing. And we really thank you for coming on and spending time with us here at anointed radio and stay blessed and stay true to you. Cause like humble, humble beginnings is where it should stay and where you are. Don't let nobody change you for where you at because it's genuine. For sure. Mm -hmm. uh, how can I send my music to you? I don't I'm, don't ever worry about it. Marvette got that settled. We're gonna handle uh, that in the back in the, back, in the backstage. So with that, with that being said, my favorite phrase, I'm gonna get a shirt with that. Yeah. <laughs> with that being said, since y'all keep saying I keep saying that a lot, I'm a trademark. With that being said, I said it another time. Uh, the word of the day. The word of the day is this. Well, with that, with being, that said, being said, <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna give get a quick uh sports update from Miss Boss. Oh. Barbie, I really don't want to hear most of the sports because my team is trash. I said I, it. I'm going to say I, it again. My team is trash, but we are sponsored by them. With so that being said. With that <laughs> being said. You know he tried so hard not to say it. I mean, we, we already talking about them, so I'm going to just keep it there. You know, uh, Pastor Jay, I don't know what to tell you about the Raiders. Um, They have just... It's Derek Scooter. It's I, Derek Scooter, he's scooting Listen. us to to losses. He's not a I car. Mean, yeah, y'all in interviews post game crying, you know, like. I mean, <laughs> and they got the nerve serious. to be crying. It's getting serious over there. Y'all losing to everybody, even teams that don't have real coaches. I mean, the Colts just fired their head coach. They benched Matt Ryan. The new coach is Jeff Saturday which is a Super Bowl champion for them, former, you know, former player and all. This is his first game coaching. He ain't never coached a game in his life outside of high school. And mm. he brought that Ryan back in as a starting QB, and they came in into our house and beat us. Like, I just don't I just don't understand what's going on with the Raiders. They really are in every single game that they play. And then it's like fourth quarter comes and you know they pack up their bags like the lions and get ready to go home you know i i, I just don't understand um but they play, they play this sunday um and they play another team that's also struggling uh and that's the denver broncos so all i know is whoever lose that game they don't I gotta say this they're probably gonna beat us because sierra said that if russell lose one more time he probably gonna go home into the doghouse <laughs> So we'll probably lose to them too. Well, actually, normal program. <laughs> see, you you heard it. I'm I'm just the messenger, okay? You know, so we we still gonna be supportive and everything because you know when they do turn it around, they can't say we wasn't there. 
You know, so I've learned as watching my dad be a longtime Raiders fan that these rough times do come. But every once in a while, they might make the Super Bowl or something. So I was of age to remember the last time the Raiders made it to the Super Bowl. They didn't win, but hey, so I, I still have hope. Um, we're gonna stay with uh football because the rebels aren't doing as as good either. Um, between the two teams, they're only combined with six wins, and the rebels got four of them. So that just lets you know how football's going in Las Vegas. Um, they lost last week to Fresno, and um, they played this week in Hawaii. So hopefully they get some sun. You know, get some nice weather, bring it back here to Vegas because it's a little chilly. And um, yeah, they they bring back a dub too because they they don't want to be worse than the Raiders because everybody else is winning out here. And and <laughs> speaking of winning, I'm just ready to start talking about the team that does win, and that is our UNLV Lady Rebels. They had a game tonight against Utah Valley. They are now three and zero. And, uh, yeah, they just showing out. They showing why they're the number one team ranked in the uh, Mountain West. Uh, you got, you know, 10 players that scored over 10 points. So, you know, I mean, 80 points in a game and they only gave up 38. Yes, that they not they they not playing around. They they handling the, the, their business. Vegas hoop is lit out here. And speaking of how lit, the men, the running rebels, are also three and zero. Like they just upset the number twenty one team, the Dayton Flyers, last night. And I thought I heard fireworks going off outside. Like people were outside <laughs> cheering. Like we just won the NCAA tournament. Like I mean, it was crazy, but. It's just a beautiful thing to see that this city has so many sports to be excited about. And another team that's out here winning is the VGK, the Golden Knights. You know, of course, they are the number one team in the West. They are 13 and four. Um, they Before they lost these last two games, they was on a nine-game win streak. So I'm looking to see them turn. Sound like the Eagles. Uh, hey. They gonna turn it around and uh yeah, they, they gonna keep they gonna keep being number one because they got other teams in this city to compete with. Shout out to our WNBA champions, the Las Vegas Aces. They still getting their flowers around here. So yeah, I mean it's it's a lot of sports. This the new sports mecca of the world and Y'all make sure y'all following me. Make sure y'all tweeting all the teams, telling them that y'all need Boss Barbie there. So that way we can continue to cover and get all these updates for y'all, man. That's it. Amen. We shout out to all of our sports media partners. Um, That is the Las Vegas Raiders, Las Vegas Knights, Lights, the Las Vegas Aviators, UNLV, Rebel, Football, Basketball, sports program and the soon to be Las Vegas athletics with that being said we you can, follow, you can go ahead and follow us at LV anointed radio on all social media platforms you could share this if you didn't catch it all from the beginning because this was such a great interview you could be able to follow us on the podcast platform where we're on all podcast platforms but one but it's okay because we're on Roku. I'm on TV. Yeah. Yeah. You can see this on TV. Yeah. They thought they was going to hold us back. Nah. 
Mm-hmm. So check us out on iHeart, Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the good places that you can get podcasts. And check us out on Roku. And now with that, that's <laughs> past that time. I almost said it. I almost said it. I almost said it. Y'all, it's like contagious. It's like saying, do you oh. see that red car? And then you just start seeing all these red cars. <laughs> I feel every time I'm about to say it that. It ain't as bad as I say, uh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Have it for me. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and go into our outros. Um, the thing I would just say is just keep living and keep God first. Miss Brittany, what you got to say? I just want to say God bless everybody. Um, yeah, this is a great interview. That's really all I got to say. Watch it. Watch it. Like it. Share it. All the things. Yes, this was a great interview indeed. And like uh, Bertrand is saying in the comments, not everybody can go where God is trying to take us. Let go of that dead weight. Stump on them snakes in y'all life. Y'all see what's happening when people say they your friend. You see how they show they really your friend. Rest in peace to that young lady, man. That's so crazy out here. Mm. My, my, my. I want to say, y'all, just enjoy yourself. Be safe out there. It's a lot of things that's happening. Always remember, we are in this world, but we are not of this world. And so just be safe. Keep God first, and everything else will work out. Y'all keep listening to uh, Anointed Radio. That's why it says Anointed Radio, because it's anointed with the oil. You heard? Amen. You heard? Amen. (laughs) David, what you got to say? It's time to become one. Let's unify. Amen. Amen. Good night, y'all. Bye, everybody.